Well, today, as I said in the introduction, we celebrate uh, the memorial of St. Peter Damien, who flourished again, I think, in the 11th century, so like the year 1050, something like that. And he eventually was made a bishop. Uh, he was originally kind of a priest hermit, I believe, uh, and so he lived in terms of a religious the religious life with the vows of, uh, of poverty and whatnot. Um, one of the things that kind of put him into prominence, I don't, I think, I think it was an issue for him before he became a bishop, if I'm not mistaken. And then as a bishop, he was all the more effective in trying to reform uh, the clergy. Was uh, sexual misconduct amongst the clergy, okay? And uh, and there was a lot of a lot of homosexual activity amongst the clergy. And so uh, Peter Damien writes a famous book that's extant to this day. It's called something like um, like Sodom and Gomorrah, okay, which is a reference to some of the homosexual activity that the people of Sodom, the men of Sodom, were engaged in um, in the book of Genesis. And so uh, he addresses that kind of really sensitive topic, and he does it in a pretty pretty courageous and forthright way. Uh, you know, kind of moving apart from the question of homosexuality, um, overall what he's doing is he's, he's addressing uh, problems in the clergy, and that's a very relevant for today, of course, what we're, what we're dealing with today. Um, we see in our gospel, Jesus almost making, making this kind of distinction. It's interesting. He says, so Jesus summoned the crowd, so there's the crowd, with his disciples, and the disciples were these these guys that were like really close to him that followed him around. So you kind of see the stratification. It's almost like a laity clergy kind of thing going on. And then he ends off his discourse by saying, "There are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power." That's a reference to a number of things. It's probably a reference to the day of Pentecost and when the, when the church was established uh, and the kingdom of God had kind of come in its fullness. Still not in its fullness, fullness, but in its fullness in the sense of the, of the Holy Spirit. It's also a reference too because, uh, to the Mount of Transfiguration. So when Jesus goes up the mountain, he's transfigured and the disciples behold his transfigured body. But it was only three disciples that he chose that he brought up with him on the mountain who were able to witness that. And there is something, um, you know, there's a, there's a truth here, uh, about the clergy where what we're dealing with is they're, they're men set apart. There is a certain specialness to clergy. But the problem comes when that specialness turns into narcissistic, like, oh, it's all about me, uh, when it turns into um, uh, entitlement. And uh, when I was in seminary, the vice rector... The guy, all the guys at the seminarians made a joke about the poor man, but he was, he was good and he was right on is that anytime he would ever speak, anytime he would ever speak, anytime he gave a homily, it was only one message, one. It was, don't be, uh, don't in, indulge in a sense of entitlement. That's the only thing he ever preached and so we're like, oh, what's, you know, Rector so-and-so gonna say to us today, we wonder, <laughs> you know, and it was kind of a joke, but, you know, but it, I remembered what he said, right? Because he just repeated it over and over again. That was his number one thing. It's like you, you, as a priest, you can't have this sense of entitlement. And uh, I really see that that is that that is the problem. So often is it is an issue of 
sexuality and chastity issues, no doubt about it. Uh, and it's an issue too in homosexuality in the clergy. Uh, you know, it is a problem and that causes problems. It really does. Uh, but in addition to all of that and kind of surrounding it all, there's a problem of, uh, entitlement. I'm special. You know, when you take this, this office that's really meant to be the, the image and the, the essence, the quintessence of what Jesus is talking about is denying self and following Christ with the cross and it's meant for service to the community. When you take that position because, and that it's special, special precisely because it's ordered towards service and it's ordered towards a, a sort of an extra degree of sacrifice and so forth and so on. And you make it a, a place of entitlement, a position of entitlement. And you make it a place, this is the problem I see so often, and I think in Western prosperous nations. I think in the, in the developing countries, the problem is that the clerical position becomes a place where you're not, your social status is now ooh, elevated and also a monetary thing too because the priests live better in the developing countries when they become priests than if they were to remain lay people. Okay, So that's a problem in developing countries. In the, in the prosperous countries of the West, the problem is it's a little bit of a self-aggrandizement thing going on there, but also I think it's like here's this person and they're very self-absorbed and they use this special position as a place to like work out all of their personal issues and problems. And I see this with priests who leave the priesthood so often. Uh, unfortunately, you know, and especially in today's day and age, they'll blog. You know, how, how stupid can you get, you know? The, and they, they spend the rest of their life after they've left the priesthood trying to justify why they've left the priesthood. And they're just talking to themselves. But they're doing it in a very public forum online and they're blogging and they're talking. It's all drama. They create this kind of personal mythology. I did this and oh, and I was struggling with this problem and then I was offended and then, and then I, I had, I wasn't in touch with my sexuality and all this kind of stuff. It's, this person's a narcissist and they're totally self-absorbed. And uh, they're, they're living out their own personal drama and creating their own personal mythology at the expense of the community. It's very parasitic. And, and this is, this is the problem. So, as, you know, it was a year ago that the Vatican held a conference on clerical sex abuse. Um, and they did it today, a year ago. Alright? On the Feast of St. Peter Damien. Now, the Pope and the bishops knew that that was the feast day. But did the media catch up to that? Did even the rest of the church catch up? No, they didn't. Okay. But so, so St. Peter Damien really is an important figure and we're, right now, the clergy are really asking for his intercession, uh, because there does need to be, you know, house cleaning and reform. And I think we need to pray especially, and let's do it now in our prayer intentions, let's pray especially for um, the guys who are leaders in seminaries who are responsible for discerning who should go on to ordination and who should not. Because you, we really need the wisdom, and, and the communities too can participate, and the local parishes can participate in this as well. We really need the wisdom to be able to say, okay, is this person really just a narcissist who, you know, the, the, the priesthood is just one more chapter in a, in a personal, you know, story of drama. 
Or are they really interested in service and really zealous to follow Christ in that deep, intimate, personal relationship that involves the cross, that involves sacrifice, that involves giving of oneself and laying one's life down? What What's going on with this person, with this guy? We really need the discernments. Okay? And in a certain sense, we need to be nice as absolutely possible to everybody. But when it comes to clergy and discerning who gets into the clergy, niceness doesn't doesn't cut it. We can't be nice. We have to be really strict on this on this issue. Because and ultimately it's not being nice to everybody else because it really has consequences, negative consequences in the future. So my brothers and sisters, through the intercession of Saint Peter Damien, let's uh let's pray. Let's pray for priests in general. Uh, and let's pray for the priests who are responsible for this whole discernment process about uh, concerning who who becomes uh, and who doesn't become a priest.